I'm Scott Leahy, and this is Esker On Air. Today, I'd like to welcome Graham Smith, a business development manager here at Esker in the customer service space, to talk about an increasing problem when it comes to customer care, and that is change orders. So, Graham, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Scott. Well, first question, and let's start with some base level stuff. Uh, what is a change order or a reworked order? And why exactly did we feel inclined to talk about that today? Yeah, Scott. So a change order is any time where a customer is sending in uh, a request to change the parameter on an existing order. And why that's relevant is because it ends up taking a lot of time oftentimes, uh, which what that looks like is, you know, customers already placed an order. Maybe you have automation in place. Maybe you're, you know, leveraging EDI, RPA, maybe you have Esker, right? And that first time that order is coming in, it's completely automated, almost completely automated, has a lower cost to serve associated with it. And often these change orders are coming in a free text format. Maybe they're shooting you over an email that says, hey, I need to change the quantity on my order from four cases to seven cases, and I need that delivered by Tuesday, um, which means Somebody needs to hop in there. They need to read that. They need to go into the ERP. They need to make the modifications, uh, which, which makes that very challenging. Um, I was talking to a customer uh, of ours a couple of weeks ago, and they said that on average, each of their orders have three changes before it actually goes out for fulfillment, which means they're spending five to 10 additional minutes on that order two to three times before that's actually going out for fulfillment. So that covers the what. Let's think about the why for a second. What are what are some common reasons, maybe maybe some examples of why customers need to make changes to their orders? Yeah. So I mean, there's a variety of reasons, right? And it, and it really depends on um, customer behaviors, right? So one of those could be, um, you know, maybe you are a supplier of raw materials. You're sending those to a company that manufactures. Um, and takes those raw materials and puts them in their product. Well, if there's a stall on their line, if one of their large customers backs out on an order, maybe that quantity is going to change. Maybe that's going to change for them to require less. Um, on the flip side, maybe they got a massive order and now they need to produce at max capacity. Um, those can all you know, influence changes. Um, as well as, you know, what I see oftentimes, I work with a lot of building materials companies, and oftentimes those changes are coming because maybe they're delivering to a job site and, you know, one of the contractors took a little too long. Maybe there was inclement weather, which means that they need to push that date out, or maybe somebody finished sooner. So they don't want that project just sitting there. They want those shingles, that siding, you know, delivered a few days sooner so that that team can get started on that project. And what does this process actually look like, the, the change order process? It's, you know, it's very cumbersome, right? So I mentioned earlier that, you know, that initial order might be coming in by EDI. Maybe you have some sort of automation like RPA, Asker, something else. Um, but when those changes are coming in, oftentimes it's in a free text format. So somebody's merely shooting over that email that says, hey, I need to make a change to this field on this order, you know, oftentimes not giving a reason. And then 
what needs to happen is a company goes into the ERP, they validate that that order is still open and it hasn't been shipped. If it's been shipped, then they have to respond to their customer and say, hey, sorry, it's already shipped. You know, you can um, deny the order when it gets there, depending on the company. You know, if it's, uh, if it's a truck full of bricks, they're probably not going to allow that. But, you know, if it's two boxes from UPS, um, you can decline that, right? Um, but again, that makes it a very manual process. Oftentimes, there's two, three different screens that you need to go into. There might be multiple communications that need to happen. Um, you need to understand what policies you have in place surrounding change order management. Um, a lot of companies won't allow a change within 48 hours of the designated fulfillment of that order or putting that on the truck, um, which means there's a lot of information that you need to know and potentially a lot of repositories that you could need to go into in order to validate whether or not you are going to accept that change. And let's think about the effects that a change order can have on a customer service team. Can you, you know, spell it out in, in you know, ways that we can all understand yeah. how is a customer service team affected by uh, a change order or, or many change orders? Yeah, so, you know, uh, something that's very common that customer service teams um, will gauge in one of their KPIs is the time it takes to enter an order, right? So a lot of companies see that this is a problem, 50% of their day is being spent processing orders, right? Oftentimes what isn't incorporated in that is change orders, you know? And again, those change orders historically have been very manual. So I can introduce EDI, I can introduce RPA, I can introduce Asker to clean up that front end, but those changes are taking five to 10 minutes each. So now where I've automated the front end of that and gotten that um, initial entry between, let's just say 30 seconds and two minutes to process that order. Now I'm spending five to 10 minutes, two, three times. And in all actuality, now I've spent north of 30 minutes manually keying just so that order can be fulfilled. And you know, if you look at the average hourly rate of a CSR being somewhere between 20 and $25 an hour before you know all the benefits, you know, that means it's 10 to $15 right there if nobody else has to get involved. But oftentimes you have to make that call to the, to the warehouse, have a conversation with them, you know, um, reach out to your logistics team, see when this is planned for transportation, uh, which again, just creates additional costs that, that really aren't necessary, right? Well, and let's talk about, you know, what if someone is using Esker to help with this situation? Um, what does that look like? What does using Esker look like in terms of handling a change order? Yeah. So, you know, if you're already using Esker uh, for order entry on the front end, it's very similar, right? So what we're doing is, is we're fielding over that inbox. We're analyzing the content of the emails that you're receiving. We can designate what kind of inquiry it is. Maybe that's a, an initial order, so that goes into an orders queue. Maybe you know that's a request for the status of your order, so somebody can, can address that in the platform. Or maybe that's a change, and we've identified that's a change. So by leveraging uh, natural language processing and some of these large language models, we can decipher what they're requesting and then present what we think they're requesting to change which at least cleans up that front end. It pulls in that order. It pulls in the status of that order to validate, you know, if you can fulfill that, brings in the requested delivery date, so on and so forth. 
just to clean up, you know, save 50% of that time. Let's talk a little bit about kind of a, a buzzwordy term out there today, uh, chat GPT. Uh, yeah. Just give us a quick little description, a rundown of what chat GPT is and maybe maybe where Esker uses it. Yeah, so chat GPT is what we would consider generative AI, which is a little different than traditional AI, right? So traditional AI is really logic-based. There's algorithms in place that can um, make decisions if they have the information. Whereas generative AI is actually generating responses or information, um, which is a little bit different, right? So Esker has incorporated ChatGPT into the platform this year uh, to be able to help when it comes to free text. So that could be with an inquiry, that could be um, with an order that's in a free text format. Historically, you know, um, some information might be able to get pulled out of the body of an email if it's in a sentence format. Um, but by leveraging ChatGPT, it can read it as if a human was reading it to decipher what they're actually asking for, what they're actually saying, and then transmit that back to kind of a computer format to then suggest the action that a user needs to take. Now, what type uh, what types of solutions are out there uh, on the market that can help overcome the challenges that companies may face with with change order management? Yeah, you know, we, we, we talked about it a little bit and, you know, there's a lot of technologies out there. Obviously, my focus is on Esker's technologies, right? Um, but, you know, at, at least in my world, it's a couple of things, right? So Esker offers what we call customer inquiries management, which is really um, a solution that layers over an email inbox, designates and, and categorizes what those requests are that are coming in and then suggests an action to take, right? So coupling that with, again, from Esker's perspective, our AI-driven order management solution that has the ability to say, hey, this is a change order, then B, read through what they're requesting, present that in a validation queue, and then be able to create that transaction or overwrite that transaction in the ERP. And kind of a running theme uh, on this podcast here, talking about supply chains, supply chain disruptions. With all of those disruptions going on the last couple of years, uh, how has that affected people placing orders and then also the folks that are are handling the change orders? Yeah, you know, and, and, and that's a great question because I think that is, you know, one of the reasons that Asker started pursuing, you know, uh, better solutions to help with modifications post-entry, Right. Um, because I heard horror stories uh, during the pandemic with all the supply chain disruptions that meant, and, and I was talking to a company that that still has this happening, um, oftentimes customers would look at three, four suppliers, place orders with all of them, and then whoever was able to deliver first, they would keep that order and cancel the rest, right? Um, and I was talking to a company, like I said, you know, a couple of weeks ago, that they said that that's happening today. One of their customers sends bids, uh, which aren't really bids, they're, they're really orders to multiple suppliers, and then they cancel um, their order if they are not the one who can fulfill it the quickest, you know, um, which, which creates, you know, issues. Um, also during the COVID um, pandemic, I think what we saw with those supply chain disruptions was that um, any kind of supplier loyalty kind of fell to the wayside. Um, now, I think people are kind of going back 
um, to, you know, this philosophy of, you know, I've, I've worked with XYZ company for the last 30 years. These have always treated me well. Um, but, you know, I think there is a little bit less loyalty, you know, um, and, you know, I think that's also, you know, been seen in some of the consumer trends, right? Um, where, you know, I might have used a product forever, but maybe they didn't have that. I tried something else and now I like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm moving with that. Or, you know, I'm just looking for the best price. So I'm bouncing around. Well, hey, wrapping up here, uh, what are some of the, the key takeaways that you want uh, a listener here to, uh, to leave this, this podcast with? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I think number one, um, one of my least favorite phrases is, is we've just done, always done it this way, right? Um, and, you know, I think a lot of times when it comes to something like change orders, people don't understand that there is technology out there that can help with that. Um, and they don't fully understand that that doesn't have to be a manual process, um, that there are technologies and opportunities to be able to help with that without hurting uh, the customer experience at all. So, you know, if I want the viewers today, the listeners to take anything away from this is that there is an opportunity to make that process a little bit more efficient. Uh, and we're more than happy to facilitate a conversation, address any questions and, and talk through that process with you. Well, hey, big thanks to Graham for being our guest here today. Uh, if you have any questions or are interested in learning more about uh, change order automation, check the, the links in the show notes. Uh, and as always, if you're interested in learning more about Esker, you can find us at esker.com. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll talk to you next time.